Welcome to the Brain Hickey Podcast, resources for marketers and entrepreneurs to help you leave a long-lasting mark on your audience, what I call a brain hickey. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to the Brain Hickey Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about impressions, digital impressions, that is, and specifically, the only impressions that matter. So a quick side story, when I was in the in-home sales industry, I worked with all of our different marketers and marketing vendors, everything from the phone book, because yes, it actually did work at that time, to the phone book bridging into all their display ads and all that stuff. And I'd sit down and we'd review all of our analytics and our reports from all of our marketing efforts. And what blew my mind is seeing the focus on impressions. Everyone wanted to say, hey, we got you this impressions and this many impressions and that many people. And that was like the only metric that mattered. And I always laughed because none of them looked at conversion. None of them looked at, at opt-in rates. None of them looked at anything other than how many eyes got on got to see this. And <clears throat> the same thing happens now with social media ads. Oh, I'll get you so many impressions. Or you do a post and you got excited because you got 15,000 impressions. But it doesn't matter at all. The only impression that matters is the result of the first impression, period. Here's an example. Let's say I have an ad crafted for an audience of 30 to 35-year-old men living in suburban or metro areas who are interested in automobiles. And I hire a company and they say, Adam, we got you 5 million impressions. This is probably the best deal in marketing. We're going to get some serious exposure for you. And then we start to dig a little deeper and we find out that one of two things has happened. Either one, their audience is not the right audience, right? So the impressions don't matter. But then let's say they narrow it down and they've got the perfect audience nailed down. But the ad copy is horrible, the colors aren't right, and the formatting's weird, and the bounce rate is through the roof and no one converts. Do the impressions matter? No. So this is the power of the only impression that matters, and that is the first digital impression. Now again, going back to the in-home sales uh, experience, I, I want to tell you a little story. The statistic that I used to always go from was seven seconds. They say people make a first impression in seven seconds. And we've all heard the, the old saying, right? You never have a second chance to make a first impression. Great. We hear it as a kid, then we hear it in sales when, we, when we're getting older. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're a marketer, you're an entrepreneur, you've been in sales at some point. Everything is about sales. So if you are in the in-home sales and I train door-to-door sales teams, Oftentimes, the prospects in their house or they see you approaching the door, they're judging you immediately based on your haircut, based on your height, your skin color, how you carry yourself, what's in your hand, are you on the phone, what did you do on the way to the door, did you walk through the grass or not? People are judging you instantly. I personally think seven seconds is far too long to say that we have an opportunity to make a first impression because after all, a first impression is a projection of an individual based on their past experience with similar things because we assimilate what we see and we project our own experience and we say, I like or I don't like. It is that simple. I am immediately categorizing what I am experiencing, seeing, touching, feeling within seconds or less based on my past experience with things similar. So if I ate watermelon and got vitally sick, excuse me, not vitally sick, violently sick, I'm probably not going to eat watermelon again. And then if I see watermelon, you know, put on certain things, I'm immediately going to associate getting sick with the watermelon into what I'm seeing, right? So that's kind of a a rudimentary, uh, simple analogy of this whole first impression thing. So what sparked this podcast is I was doing some research for a new software solution. Hop on this website, I read the value prop, right? So it's on the, the homepage above the fold, large text value prop. 
I like what I'm reading. I start to read the subheadline. It's about four sentences. From a formatting standpoint, I thought it was too long. I was reading it because, hey, I'm interested and, and you know, that's what opinions are. Everyone's got their own opinion. But the interesting thing is I get about two sentences in and then their slider on their home screen goes to the next image. It's the same value prop but a different subheadline. And they're all really long and they don't even give you enough time to finish. And I got frustrated because I didn't get the answers I wanted and it was challenging for me to engage with this brand and find out what they do. So I clicked back, tried to reread because I needed to start over and the same thing happened. So I left. Now, what's interesting is later on, because I, I geek out and I decided to do this podcast, I started to look at the rest of their brand. The rest of their copy was literally almost like a poetic programmer wrote it in a way that I simply could not relate to. I didn't understand. It was too dense. I didn't quite get it. So I, I did end up leaving. Later on, I was on one of those sites that compares all the other different software solutions. There was a video, I, I watched it, and their software was super simple and the user interface was great. And what's interesting is their main focal point was, was this user interface piece, how simple it was. But there was a disconnect between how cumbersome their copy was because it wasn't simple to engage with in their software. So I assumed that the software was equally as complex and overcomplicated. But as we all know, in the world of digital products, the same guy that wrote the copy is not the same guy that programmed the thing, most likely, since it was a sizable company. So my first impression was not good. I left. This happens with digital brands all over the place. And people focus far too much on the least significant things. We're following gurus online. You know, I even use lead pages. I'm going to admit it because I'm not a tech guy. Simple. A lot of people use ClickFunnels. Whatever product you use, you can usually sort by conversion rate. And people get far too wrapped up in, well, this page converted because the button was here and this was here. And for a second, I'm asking you to disconnect from that. And you're going to say, Adam, you're an idiot. You're a marketer and you don't think that's important? No, I do think it's important. But for this thought exercise, I want you to think about what's most important first. So let's say I'm creating a new landing page. Okay, and I'm going to sell uh, an opt-in for a free webinar. And I make this landing page. I jump up onto ClickFunnels or on a lead pages, and I sort by highest converting page. And I see that they've got the button in the right place and the forms here. I'm like, oh man, we're going to kill it. And I put up the ad. Excuse me, the page. I run the ad, sending cold traffic. But here's the thing: imagine that I never edited that landing page. I didn't change the colors. I didn't change the font. My copy wasn't that good. I just thought, hey, this is a high converting page. It's not going to convert. Why? Because it's not relatable. It's not easy to engage with. These are topics we're going to touch on here in a second. Now, on the, on, the, on, the, on the flip side, imagine taking that same, the opposite approach. Don't worry so much about the page, but focus on this, answering this one question. How do I make the most lasting impression on my audience the minute that they see this page? Now, how do you do that? You think about it. Number one is your visuals and your formatting. Are the graphics you chose, the colors you chose, and how things are how things are laid out, is that appealing to your target, to your target market, to your to your audience? Number two is the copy. Does the copy again easy to read? Does it make sense? Does it get the point across? Does it speak to your highest value proposition to the problem that you solve for these people? Number three, is it easy? Everybody wants easy, and Amazon's done an incredible job at this. You can quick look through reviews, you can sort based on reviews, and then here's the best part. You can buy with one click. They know my credit card, they know my address, boom, shipped, done, good to go. Number four needs to be relatable, okay? If if your ad, when I when I use that, that analogy back for the 30-some guy in a city who's interested in cars, if the copy doesn't relate to him, it's not gonna work. 
people want to associate with brands that they share an identity with, that they that they feel that they can relate to, that's like them. People like to to buy from things that are like them or that they want to be more like. So make sure that everything you put together is very likable. Number five is trustworthiness. We all know that anyone can start an online business. We can be up in advertising on Facebook. There's an inherent distrust in the marketplace now. Are things made in China really cheap? Are, you know, is this a legit product or service? How long have they been around? So all of these factors play a very important role in making that first impression. And again, this is kind of the foundation of leaving a brain hickey, that long lasting mark left on your audience by a powerful brand message. So forget everything that you knew about impressions and focus everything that you do based on leaving the strongest first impression possible. Because if you leave a strong first impression, any of those hiccups people are willing to work through because you're a memorable brand, you're a memorable brand experience, you're trustworthy, you're relatable, they like you. So I will take the time to find the button to click submit or buy because I actually believe in it. Whereas if your first impression is not great, but you're formatting your pages set up to be optimized like a pro, people aren't going to buy because you're not relatable and your first impression wasn't so good. So that's the forefront. So where, where are these places? How do we do this? Uh, and a quick side note here. One of my clients put together a new ad campaign with a bunch of display ads, retargeting and all that, and their landing pages weren't very good. First, they were sending traffic to the website. Then they were sending it to a squeeze page. Their bounce rate was really high. So we're starting to dissect, well, why, why is that? What's going on? And we're examining the fact that the first impression isn't relatable. It's not a good first impression. You gotta ask yourself as an outsider, what is that good first impression? So where are these areas? Where are people having a first impression of your brand, of your product or your service? These are the top the top places that I see. Number one is your website. If someone lands on your website and looks at your homepage, that is the most important thing of your entire website. Now, you're gonna say, Adam, well, why do you think that? It's because of experience. I use Hotjar, I'm not affiliated with Hotjar, in fact, I'm using the free version of Hotjar, but Hotjar records your website visitors, watches your, um, basically creates a heat map of where people click, where their cursor is, and even records visitors' actions. And I'll see people land on the homepage and they look at a few things, and that's gonna dictate what they do next. Are they gonna stay or are they gonna leave, which is the most important first decision and the most important result of their first impression. The next is, uh, you know, are they going to click around or not? And that's that's tertiary. We just want them to stay first, to be relatable, trustworthy, have, have easy to engage with, good visual formatting, strong copy, and all that. All right. Now, the other interesting thing is, and I'm sure this has happened to you, you get people, I'm sure, that visit your website or the website of the companies you serve, and they make a decision pretty immediately if they like you or if they don't. Remember, that's all a first impression is. Do I like you or do I not? That's really what it boils down to. And you'll get people that will automatically submit an inquiry to learn more, set up an appointment, set up a demo, whatever it is, based on the, that little bit of information, if it's relatable or not, if it's a strong first impression or not. And you'll get on the phone and it happens to me, people jump on my website, then they'll book time to chat or for a project, and they start asking questions that are answered crystal clear on my website. But they don't read it. All they do is they engage with the homepage, which is brainhickey.com. Hickey like the hickey you'd leave on your neck, brainhickey.com. Go take a look. You'll see. Big tagline, give your audience a brain hickey. Copywriting and video scripts that leave a mark. That is the position of my brand, right? I am all about messaging that leaves a long-lasting mark on the brain. This is a brain hickey. So it relates to people. What's, what's great is... I speak to my target market, which is a certain type of person who gets it. 
the people that don't, they slander me. They think the name's stupid. They don't like it. I don't care. That's not my customer, right? I'm focused on my customer. And that's how you need to, that's what you need to focus on. You're not going to please everybody. Focus on pleasing your customer and relating to them off the bat. All right. So homepage is number one. Next thing is going to be your social media pages. A lot of people vet people on Facebook pages, uh, excuse me, check out your Facebook page, check out your LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever it is. Everyone uses different platforms. Typically, I think Facebook's the most important, but if your you know background image of your Facebook page doesn't speak to what you do, people may not engage with it. So make sure that that's strong and it resonates. You can even take a, a screenshot or kind of mimic the design of the home page or hero page or above the fold on your on your website. Okay, so those are the two two places. Also, with the social, make sure you've got relevant posts. If your last post was from six months ago, that trust factor is automatically getting shot down. Okay, so um, we got social media pages, we got our homepage. The next is all of our landing pages for paid or organic traffic, even our opt-in pages. And again, go back to that analogy I used before, focus on how do I leave the strongest first impression on my audience, speak to their needs and desires, and then worry about where the buttons are and the colors of buttons and all that junk for the conversion side. All right, the other place that you really, really need to focus on is your reviews. Now, why? If I am vetting a company and I see five reviews and there are three and a half star versus four stars and 200 reviews, who are you going to pick? At the same time, think about, hey, they have three stars and they're all five star reviews, excuse me, three reviews and they're all five star versus 500 reviews and they're four star, right? It's, it's an interesting thought experiment because some people say, hey, well, they only have three reviews. Were they primed? Were they their friends? You know, I call it like priming the tip jar, you know, did they even write it themselves? Who wrote them? There's this immediate, again, trust questioning. And we don't know if there's the same level of social proof. Whereas, hey, there is truth in numbers. 500 people bought from these guys. You know, we have to know that you can't please everybody. Four-star review. That's pretty darn good. And they've, they've already worked with 500 people. So instantly, first impressions are founded based on your online reputation on review platforms. And I mentioned this in the last couple of podcasts. Um, don't forget, you know, it's Google, Facebook, wherever people are vetting you. Sometimes it's Yelp. Sometimes it's like a niche site that serves your industry. If you're in the dental field or you're in a salon, you know, you run salons or online products, wherever people are searching and can see where other people have bought from you uh, on whatever platform. But those are the important places. So quick recap, reviews, social media, landing pages, and your homepage. Those are really the top four places just to focus on that first impression because remember that that traffic is going to make up their mind. Traffic meaning people visiting the page within seconds. You and I both know seven seconds is far too long in a digital world. One, two, I'm already bored, right? There'd be seven seconds of sitting there engaging. They are gonna make that decision instantly. So we have to appeal to all the senses. And again, copy, visual formatting, easy to engage and digest, relatable and trustworthy. Build those factors in and your your conversion rate will go up inherently because people, you know, that again acts as that bridge where if, if that's relatable and I like your brand, I'm willing to go through more work to buy. I've even so much, <laughs> I've had this experience, I'm sure you have too. You find this product that you really want and for some reason say like the checkout process is weird and you're like, gosh, I just, why are you making it so difficult for me? To, I'm like trying to give you my wallet, like I'm giving you money and it's difficult, but we still go through the extra mile because we really want the product. So 
having, again, low friction buying process, checkout process, conversion process, super important. But what trumps that is a strong first impression that leaves a long lasting mark on the audience because they're going to be willing to go the extra mile and overcome any deficiencies in your funnel. So I leave you with this. Next time you're reviewing your analytics, look at impressions and say, these don't matter that much. The only thing that matters is the power of my first impression. And that will dictate engagement and conversion and repeat business. And that's all we got for this week's podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening. Access all your supplementary podcast goodies at brainhickey.com. Don't forget to click subscribe for new episode alerts. And hey, if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This is Adam Benzman signing off the Brain Hickey Podcast.